Despite cooling inflation, interest rates are on the rise, and so is the U.S. stock market, which has been on a bullish streak. So how can you benefit from all of this with regards to your investments? Well, Lance McGray with Advisors Asset Management joins us right after this. Hello and welcome to the program. I'm Stephanie Stanton with ETF Guide. It is great to have you with us. So if you're new to ETF Guide TV, be sure to hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. This will ensure that you will never miss any of our programs like Spotlight, ETF Battles, and much, much more. Well, the Federal Reserve is still in the midst of taming inflation with aggressive interest rate hikes. Now, none of that has bothered the stock market and stock prices have risen sharply this year. There's a lot to think about in terms of how to properly position your portfolio. Here to talk with us about that and much, much more is Lance McGray with Advisors Asset Management. Hi, Lance. It's great to have you with us. Hi, Stephanie. It's always a pleasure joining you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. So much to talk about. You know, as we are all aware, we are in a period of sharply rising interest rates. And while investors want more income, they definitely don't or they they really don't want to take more excessive financial risks. So how has the AAM low duration preferred in income securities ETF and that ticker is PFLD? How has this helped both advisors and income seekers to accomplish the mission of lower risk without sacrificing income? PFLD is, is really, um, it's quite a unique ETF out there, um, mainly because it's attractive income to duration profile. Um, in fact, PFLD's current SEC yield is about 657 basis points, and its effective duration is only about 1.77 uh, years. So when you think about those two numbers, there are very, very few ETF offerings in the current marketplace that offer that level of income per unit of duration. And as you mentioned, in this environment, people, specifically income-seeking investors, are really worried about their duration risk, their credit risk, call risk, and so on. And what we're trying to do with PFLD is really minimize duration risk and call risk and providing high levels of income for those income investors that don't want to take on that duration risk. Um, so. The other thing I'd, I'd like to mention with specifically in regards to PFLD is it's always important to remember um, why investors sort of gravitate to preferred stocks. And yes, these are hybrid securities. Um, they certainly provide diversification due to that hybrid nature of the asset class. But the primary driver into preferreds is really relatively high tax efficient income. So the question becomes, if you can use a solution like PFLD, where you're getting the benefits of the preferred stock asset class, the high levels of income, tax efficiency, low correlation to other stocks, um, uh, stock portfolios, and even fixed income portfolios, and you can do it in a manner that's much more risk averse, right? Where you're taking off 50, 60, 70% of your duration risk you know, it makes a lot of sense for income-seeking investors. So in this environment where interest rates are going up and going down, uh, people are worried about rising rates, higher inflation, but they're still searching for income, PFLD is a great opportunity to, to remain 
uh, in a ETF that's offering high levels of income, but relatively low levels of duration risk and call risk. So very attractive in this current environment. It's a solution that's over $200 million in assets and something that we think is really unique to, to ETF investors. So in terms of mega cap stocks like Apple and Microsoft, we've seen them lift the value of the S&P 500. You guys have the AAM S&P 500 high dividend value ETF, and that ticker is SPDV. Um, you guys have a little bit of an alternative approach to conventional S&P 500 indexing. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So you mentioned the concentration risk, right? In this environment, everybody's thinking about risks, risk, risk, risk. And concentration risk is something that we often discuss here um, with advisors at AAM. And the first half of 2023 has been a perfect example of, of uh, sort of this concentration risk. Um, on a year-to-day basis, the S&P 500 is up nearly 20%, whereas the S&P 500 equal weight index is up only 9%. So if you take a step back and you think about that, that's an 11% difference in underlying indices which hold the same exact names. The only difference is the weighting scheme. So when you think about concentration risk, um, uh, this is a great opportunity to sort of reevaluate uh, re your asset allocation, reevaluate the tools, the ETFs, the mutual funds, the individual securities that you're holding, and try to take some of that concentration risk off. Now, here at AAM, we would argue if this rally is going to sustain itself, there needs to be more participation from uh, more index constituents. And if that's the case, it makes sense. Take a little off the table in terms of the, 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 the profits that you've experienced in these market cap weighted ETFs or mutual funds and redeploy them into assets or strategies like SPDV that deploy more of an equal approach and minimize your concentration risk going forward. So, you know, we've been talking about these mega caps and how you know, their relationship with the indexes. Um, but what about some of the smaller stocks, um, you know, are those being overlooked? And, and to that point, you have the AAM Ball and Gainer Small slash Mid Cap Income Growth ETF. And let me just go over the ticker for that. It's SMIG SMIG. Um, how does this fund work and whom might this appeal to? So first and foremost, SMIG is our, our first and only active ETF here at Advisors Asset Management currently. And um, we're really excited about it. It's approaching $300 million. Last time we spoke, it was at around $200 million. So we're seeing substantial pickup in assets. And it really comes down to um, uh, the strategy and the structure of this portfolio. So let's start with the structure. As I alluded to, SMIG is an actively managed, fully transparent ETF. So when you think about the risks associated with small and mid-cap stocks, you actually have a portfolio manager, right? A very well-known and respected dividend growth manager, that's Ball and Gainer Investment Council, who has a, tr uh, a proven track record of successfully navigating challenging market environments like this. So again, SMIG offers a disciplined, actively managed approach um, with the benefits of the ETF wrapper, low cost, transparency, tax efficiency, um, and when we talk about the other S, it's strategy, right? So the timeliness of this income growth strategy um, is very attractive for a number of reasons, right? 
um, you know, the domestic small and mid-cap equities has proven to be beneficial for investors um, for a very long, long time. And when we talk about SMIG, it comes down to the three major objectives of this solution, right? First is income generation. Number two is downside protection. And number three is total return. So when we look at income generation, SMIG's current SEC yield is about uh, just over 2%, which is substantially higher than the Russell 2500. Downside protection, again, you get the active management of ball and gainer. Um, since our inception, SMIG has experienced a 20% reduction in max drawdown versus its benchmark. And finally, from a total return perspective, again, this is where the active manager shines. Over the same time frame since our inception, SMIG is outperforming the Russell 2500 by an impressive 9%. So again, for those investors who may not want to invest in passively managed small and mid-cap stocks, this is a solution that provides an active manager that has a very proven track record in the small and mid-cap space, but also capitalizing on the benefits of the tax-efficient wrapper as well. So really an interesting product, and uh, you know, it's certainly not surprising to me that we continue to gather assets um, in this very challenging market. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, some very impressive returns with that ETF as well. Okay, you guys are diving into the AI pool. Um, we now know that uh, AI or artificial intelligence is pretty much come full circle. It's no longer this you know futuristic concept, but we are starting to see it now um, applied to everyday life. Um, it's one of many trends that are being tracked by the AAM Transformers ETF, and that ticker is TRFM. Um, it does sound futuristic, by the way. Um, <laughs> tell us about this fund. How is it going? How do you see it fitting into a diversified portfolio? So, you know, as you mentioned, AI has certainly become sort of a mainstream buzzword this year. And it really has brought a significant, renewed interest for high growth technology stocks, specifically in the first half of 2023. And uh, you know, I'm happy to report that uh, being that it is up over 40% year to date, the AAM Transformers ETF, ticker TRFM, as you mentioned, has certainly capitalized on this trend. And we believe it's really positioned well going forward as well. Um, as the name suggests, the strategy aims to target companies whose products and services show compelling potential to transform consumer behavior, technological innovation, and the global economy. Um, when we think of transformers, three key words come to mind. First is disruptive, right? We're looking for companies with the proven ability to develop transformative technologies. Number two, evolving. We're looking at companies that are willing and able to invest in R&D, as we see it as a vital factor for company to adopt, uh, adapt and sort of evolve in the future. And then lastly, obviously, we're looking for growth, growing. We're looking for companies that have sustained stronger sales and CapEx growth. So again, disrupting, evolving, and growing, right? So if you look at the portfolio for Transformers, currently we have 172 names in the portfolio, and a lot of the names that you would expect to see in there, Tesla, Meta, Amazon, Apple, um, and what's really interesting about Transformers is um, for those investors that, again, 
may not want to invest in broad-based market cap-weighted uh, ETFs. This is a product that we feel takes a more granular approach with, with respect to sector exposures um, to find that growth in the names of this portfolio. So again, not only are we looking at AI names, right? We're looking at other niche thematic areas as well, right? So we think about robotics, cloud computing, again, AI, and really cybersecurity. So again, this product has been around for just over a year now. And uh, as we mentioned, the performance for the first part of, of 2023 really has been spectacular. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lance McGray, thank you so much. We're going to have to leave it there, but we appreciate your time today. Thanks again, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. And to learn more about dividend income investing and ETF lineups at Advisors Asset Management, you can log on to aamlive.com. The link is posted in the description section below. And that is going to do it for us. But don't forget to subscribe to ETF Guide TV. Tell us how you are enjoying all of our timely programs, along with ETF battles, uh, first look ETF, spotlight, and many others. Thanks so much for watching. It is great to have you with us, and we'll see you next time. Music